What's up, guys? Welcome back to the third ever episode of Keeping It Spooky. I'm your host, Luke, here with my co-host, Inc. Um, this weekend, or this Sunday, I should say, is the Super Bowl. Uh, Chiefs, Niners, so we're going to be talking about that, giving a little preview. There's a lot of odds. The odds were just released the other day. We're going to go over those, even though we're not betting men. Um, we're going to go over their seasons, the Chiefs and Niners, because it's a great season, both of them. And then we're kind of going to shift into some trivia in the actual podcast. We haven't done that before, but we want to give it a little go. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, first and foremost, uh, I want to apologize if there's any technical difficulties during this episode. I'm having a little bit of trouble on my end. Uh, <laughs> I, I You could probably see it, the words and my actions aren't really matching up. Uh, but we're, we're working on it okay it's a work in progress uh once we get once we gain enough traction hopefully i'll be able to have some better better technical stuff going on on this this end yeah it's okay <laughs> it's definitely all right so um let's actually just move in let's start let's dive right into it who do you have winning this game chiefs versus 49ers uh well usually we're a fantasy football podcast right that's what we've done so far but yeah. I mean it's the it's the Super Bowl we've got to talk about it uh that's all that's on everyone's minds I don't think anybody wants to hear about what we're expecting out of Alexander Madison and Ty Chandler next year at least not right now maybe not ever probably not ever yeah so so let's let's talk Super Bowl instead all right um and in this game uh. Throughout the entire playoffs, America has been rooting against the Chiefs, and that's continued um, through these past two weeks. Uh, I saw in Brock Purdy's interview, he was asked the question if he's ready to disappoint Taylor Swift, and he said yes, uh, simply yes. And I was very satisfied with that answer. And I, the 49ers are nearly my least favorite team as a Packers fan. They've given us hell for years. Yes. Um, but I'm, I, but I'm, Uh, yeah, they've they've given us some issues, um, but I'm I'm rooting for them this week, and I think that they will win. I mean, Chiefs have one of the best defenses in the NFL. 49ers are very comparable with them. Chiefs have the second best scoring defense this year. 49ers had the third, but the difference is how the offense has been clicking in the playoffs. Travis Kelsey's been performing better though, so it's they've been performing a lot better than that 15th place that they've been all season. But the 49ers have too many weapons. It's a story you've heard a thousand times. The mismatches that they create. Christian McCaffrey's a running back and a receiver. Debo's a running back and a receiver. Kyle Juszczyk's a fullback and a tight end. George Kittle's a tight end and a receiver. And Brandon Ayuk is just one of the best wideouts in the NFL. So when you look at that team and how good their offense and their defense is, both top three in the league, it makes sense why they're here, and it makes sense why they would win. Um. I've taken a different route. I think the Kansas City Chiefs will win this game. Um, it simply just comes down to, I, in my opinion, just a quarterback battle. And Mahomes has been here, what, this is his, I want to say, fourth Super Bowl. Is it fourth Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Yes. And he's he's won two out of three. The only time he's lost is to Tom Brady's super team with the Bucs, which that team was unreal, by the way. That was the only time Mahomes ever lost. And we saw in that game how well Mahomes even played, even though the Chiefs looked terrible but Mahomes was carrying them but now 
the Chiefs have shifted from more of an offensive team to a defensive team from the looks of it. Their defense has really stepped up. They probably have one of the best cornerback duos in the league, if not the best, with Trent McDuffie and LeJarrius Sneed. Um, and I think Brock Purdy has been – he's the – I mean, everyone says it, but he's a system quarterback. He's doing great for his role. I'm not hating on Brock Purdy at all. Um, he's impressed for many, you know, Mr. Relevant. But this is the Super Bowl. This is the biggest stage to be on. And Mahomes has been there. He's done it. And I think, you know, we've lost, like you said, Travis Kelsey stepped up in the playoffs, maybe in the regular season when he wasn't doing as well. You know, Andy Reid said, hey, like, let's rest up for the playoffs. We're going to be there. I want you fully healthy for the playoffs. And it seems to be the case because he's exploding as well as an explosive receiver, like we talked about last episode with Sushi Rice. But this isn't fantasy. This is actual football. And I really, I think the Chiefs, although the 49ers have an impressive team, they really do. I think their defense is probably slightly better than the Chiefs. Um, I think it really just comes down to the quarterback play and Mahomes beats Brock Purdy in every single category there is. Uh, Yeah, I can understand where you're coming from. I mean, if you look at Super Bowls and just like the past 10 years, uh, if the teams are comparable going in, it's usually the quarterback that elevates the play. But if there's a team that's, in my opinion, I see the Chiefs here and I see the 49 quarterbacks aside. I see the Chiefs here, and I see the 49ers like right here in terms of full team. If you look at the the Chiefs' offense as a whole without Patrick Mahomes versus the 49ers' offense as a whole without Brock Purdy, uh, I think the 49ers outclass them for sure, and I think their defenses are extremely comparable. When you look at these Super Bowl matchups where that has been the case, where aside from the quarterback, the teams are – a little mismatched. It's usually that better team that comes out on top. Uh, I mean, look at look at the Buccaneers versus Chiefs game a few years ago. That Chiefs game, that Chiefs team was really good. That's when Tyreek Hill was still on the team. Travis Kelsey was the best tight end in the league by a long shot. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to I don't want to discredit George Kittle, but um, Travis Kelsey obviously was Travis Kelsey, and the Buccaneers came out on top because they were just a better team. Uh, look at. Uh, Patriot Patriots Rams a few years ago. Stinker. Uh, uh, absolute stinker. But the the better the, Jared Goff had an MVP caliber season, but the better team came out on top. There were holes in that Rams team that people didn't really see going into it. But the Patriots are just a set. We're just a sound unit. I think the 49ers are such a well coached team. So are the Chiefs, but. When you have good coaching on both sides, when you have great defenses on both sides, and then you see the difference in offenses, there's a certain element of game planning when there's a Super Bowl that is different than any other game in the entire NFL season. Mm -hmm. So when your offense becomes one-dimensional, where you're relying on Rasheed Rice or Travis Kelsey to catch every single one of your passes – that presents problems when it comes to game planning. Um, I suppose. But I, I'm really impressed with how the Chiefs um, have been using Isaiah Pacheco. Um, and obviously Christian McCaffrey is uh, way on a whole another level than Isaiah Pacheco. But mm-hmm. Isaiah Pacheco for the Chiefs is exactly what they need him to do. Just run the ball hard when Mahomes can't be logging it down the field because, you know, Rasheed, as you said, Rasheed Rice and Travis Kelsey can't be doing everything. But, you know, they're going to have to be doing a lot to win this game. Um, Joe Thune, an important offensive lineman for the Chiefs, 
is looking like he might not play, um, which could mm-hmm. be a big loss for the Chiefs. But like I said, I think it mainly, and at least in my opinion, I just feel like Mahomes, he's been there, he's done it the whole I feel like all the like lines are leading towards this is a Taylor Swift bullshit. Excuse my language, but it's just like I feel like all this is like leading towards the Chiefs winning it. Like everything's going their way. They bossed the Ravens. Let's just talk about that. Like the Ravens, I mean, that was not a great game, to be honest, but the Ravens never looked like they were going to win that game. I mean, mm-hmm. the Chiefs perfectly played that out. Um, Lamar Jackson, the way their defense played on Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson looked useless. And, like, do you know how impressive that is to make the MVP candidate, a dual-threat quarterback, look like that? Like, it it means a lot. And I'm not saying the 49ers defense can't do that, but I'm just saying that I just feel like the Chiefs are dominant. And the 49ers, like, although this line, that line team was great, they did struggle. They were down, what was it, 24 points? Um, mm-hmm. And I know they came back and won, like – but you know that you can't do that against the Chiefs because you're not the Chiefs aren't blowing a 24 point lead. You know it, it's going to have to be neck and neck all game. It's going to, in my opinion, this is one of the more exciting Super Bowls like we've seen in the past few years. Like I feel like Eagles Chiefs was a good one as well, but Bengals Rams is all right. I guess the Joe Burrow hype was there, but this this is really like the two best teams in the NFL going at it, and I think everyone knows that. And um, yeah, it's going to be an exciting game no matter what. Yeah. Um, speaking on the 49ers and how they came back against the Lions, I think that's more of a testament to how talented that team is in every aspect of the game, the offense, the defense, and the coaching. All of it comes together, and it is fantastic. That might have been the worst football that they had been playing all year uh, in the first half of that Lions game. And they managed to come back and buy their ticket to the Super Bowl. They they turned it all around and showed what they're capable of in every single way. And I think that with two weeks of game planning, there's no way they come out flat. Yeah. Um, and thank you for bringing up that Joe Tooney injury as well. I mean, we've seen that before. Uh, against the Buccaneers, the Chiefs were missing their two starting tackles. And... Patrick Mahomes was running for his life the entire game. And with a 49ers front like this, Eric Armstead, Javon Hargrave, Javon Kinlaw, Nick Bosa, Chase Young, just just those guys alone is, is going to be pretty difficult to deal with when you're missing one of your starting five guys. Yeah, uh, it, it's a strange one. It really is a strange one. I mean – I'm just looking at like all the odds right now. 49ers are favorited, as you said. Um, but I wanted to ask you something. With mm-hmm. you've been very critical of Brock Purdy, especially his performance against the Packers. He looked lackluster to say the least. Do you think mm-hmm. like do you think that he can handle the pressure here? Like he's never played the de- a defense like you know the Chiefs. To be honest, like the Packers don't have a great defense. Uh, the Lions have a pretty good defense, but not at, not to the level of the Chiefs. I just I do I see Brock Purdy like there's a chance he crumbles and that's you know and that's a big if you know we don't really know how he's gonna play but I'm I'm asking you what's your opinion on Brock Purdy going into this? Um, my opinion on Brock Purdy going into this is he's gonna need to show what the hype is about 
Um, Brock Purdy is the X factor in this game. His performance determines how the, what the outcome of this game will be, in my opinion. If Brock Purdy plays well, the 49ers will win. If he does, if he plays, if he even plays like average, I think the 49ers will win. But if he plays like kind of how he did against the Packers or how he did in the first half of that Lions game last week, think things are not going to go their way. So Brock Purdy, we haven't seen it yet, but if he delivers against this great defense, then the 49ers will win point blank period. We've seen him against one other defense as good as the chiefs this year. And he looked terrible. It was against the Ravens. Mm. That was the game where Lamar Lamar cemented his MVP. Brock Purdy looked like crap, but you're going to get those games from him because let's face it. He's not uh, at least I'm not going to say let's face it. I know I'm not necessarily in the majority. I might be. I'm not sure. Brock Purdy's not an elite quarterback. No. The system around him is fantastic. He's a very good quarterback. I don't yeah. I'm not going to take that away from him, but he's not elite. Yeah, well and, said. And um if he's able to do what he needs to do, if he plays that game manager role to perfection, the way that Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't quite able to a few years back, then I think the 49ers, this is their most talented team they've like pretty much ever had. And there's no way that they should lose this game. Yeah. Um, Brock Purdy's line for passing yard is set at 246 and a half. That is a, that's actually pretty high for Brock Purdy in my opinion, but I don't, I disagree with you for the X factor. I think the X factor in this game is Christian McCaffrey because the dual threat ability of Christian McCaffrey is, I mean, you see how like this offense relies on Christian McCaffrey. I mean, to no extent he is their offense. And then they have Kittle, they have Ayuk, they have Samuel, like they have all these guys, but McCaffrey is that main guy. And you know, the chiefs, I mean, as I said, Pacheco is great, but McCaffrey is on another level. If I think the 49ers, they need to pound with McCaffrey, you know, do whatever they can. And then they need to get, you know, I, I love Ayuk. I think Ayuk, and they need to get everyone just involved and they need to like limit the pressure on Brock Purdy because Brock, Pur I think I'm just worried that he's going to crumble under the pressure. Um, but yeah, this Super Bowl, the line, what is the line set at? It's like 47 and a half points, I want to say, for the over under. I mean, that, uh, if that is the line, I mean, I know you're gonna probably going to look it up right now. Yeah, but I mean that's pre that's pretty high scoring for a Super Bowl. Usually, yeah, Super Bowls are usually Super Bowls are like between two of the top defenses in the league. We've been pretty fortunate to have some pretty exciting Super Bowls in the past few years, um, but usually they're much more low scoring uh, and usually pretty one sided as well. If you if you look at Look at it historically. We've been very fortunate the past few years to have some good, highly contested Super Bowls. Um, and hopefully that continues with this one because it seems like it should be a good matchup. Um, but I can, uh, I will say this I cannot see this game being a Chiefs blowout. But I can see this game being a 49ers blowout. I can see the Chiefs winning in a tight-knit close game. I can see the 49ers winning in a tight-knit close game. 
I can see the 49ers winning in a blowout fashion, but I cannot see the Chiefs winning in a blowout fashion. Yeah, which I think is in, uh, I think that is an interesting dynamic to think about. It's kind of why I have so much faith in the Niners. Well, it's interesting you say that because I I thought you would side with me on the Chiefs, but I guess not. But um, I want to talk about their actual last Super Bowl matchup. Um, twenty what was it twenty twenty or twenty nineteen? I forget. It's the twenty nineteen. It was twenty twenty nineteen. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yes, that matchup we saw the Chiefs' offense was the most dominant in the league. And then their defense was the part that kind of let them down. And now vice versa, their offense is still amazing. They still have Patrick Mahomes. They still have Travis Kelsey. But now their defense is to a whole nother level in that Chris Jones is playing out of his mind. And like I said, that cornerback duo, I'm so impressed with Trent McDuffie. It's on the he's unreal. Like every time I watch Trent McDuffie play, he's making all these sick plays. He's, you know, clamping up receivers. Um and the good thing for the 49ers is they have they have Debo and then they have Ayuk. The Chiefs don't have a they don't have a one-two punch. I mean, I guess with Kelsey and Rice, but I don't that's different because they have Kittle as well, the 49ers, you know. The 49ers do have tons of weapons, but it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, I'm really excited just because like this is Mahomes. Like the, Mahomes is proving everything, like why he's the best player in the league. Everyone knows he is, but you know, I think this is really gonna like all the disrespect he gets. You know, I I think this game's gonna prove that he's you know on just a whole nother level than everyone else. I think this is where, if the Chiefs do win, I think this is where the real, real Patrick Mahomes hating will start. Yeah, there's already been there's already been a decent amount of it. But this is where it's really going to start because this is where Patrick Mahomes with a victory starts to creep into that incoming GOAT conversation. He's it, it, if he, uh, I saw a graphic the other day comparing his first uh, seven seasons to Tom Brady's in terms of success. All of it's better. All of it's better. Very similar when it comes to Super Bowl appearances, uh, Super Bowl wins, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um. But he he the the point is he's on pace he's on pace to break records and with all the stuff that's going on right now with all the attraction they're getting from Travis Kelsey and all all that stuff going on along with his family and all the stuff that goes on with them Patrick Mahomes is going to receive more hate than he ever has before and he's gonna become for Chiefs fans he's gonna be like what Brady was to the Patriots and for everyone else, I think he might become the villain. And that's kind of unfortunate because um, throughout the first couple of years, I really liked Patrick Mahomes. Um, like just as a guy, as a character, I kind of saw him a little bit differently this season. He seemed like a bit more of a diva than I thought he was. Yeah. Um, but I think he's going to start to embrace that villain role. There was a quote of him saying that he was ready to embrace it if that's what it took. Um, but he's gonna. We're gonna start having some uncomfortable conversations about Patrick Mahomes in the goat debate pretty soon if he wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, um, for people that don't know, I actually went to the Chiefs Bills game and I saw that whole you know Mahomes freaking out over that uh, Kadarius Tony uh, called back touchdown or whatnot. Um, and I could say fully well that the Chiefs, the Chiefs fandom, they you know they love 
have like they love each other. They're great. Like it's like a family fan base. Um, everyone seems really connected. Uh, and I think they are, you know, embracing that kind of like us against the world kind of mentality, which, you know, they probably do need because they're at the level now where they're they're in a dynasty pretty much. I mean, th- there's no denying that. Um, but I do want to go over some of the 49ers losses this season. So the 49ers, their first loss this season came to the Cleveland Browns in a low scoring game. And then they lost to the Vikings. Um and who else did they lose to? They lost to the Rams in that week 18 weird game. You know, not really. No one really cares about that. And they also lost to the Bengals. So, oh, they lost to the Ravens as well. So we've seen the, the Browns and Ravens, when they've come up against elite defensive teams, you know, they're not putting up, you know, the 40 bombs they're used to. Um, against the Browns, they scored 17. Against the 49ers, they scored 19. That's less than 20 points in both of those games. Um my concern is, you know, I don't know how to put this, but how how far can this 49ers offense go with this Chiefs defense, you know? Because obviously both are great matched up well against each other, but who's whoever who's going to come out on that battle? It, it's re- I'm really, like, curious about that. That's where I think you go back to the matchup as a whole. You have two elite defenses, like I said before, when it comes to scoring defense, Chiefs are second, 49ers are third. Offense, 49ers arguably have the best in the league, but they were second scoring offense this year. And mm-hmm. the Chiefs were 15th. Yeah. Chiefs were 15th. There are so many freaking weapons um, on this 49ers offense where you don't even have time to worry about guys like Jawan Jennings or something getting open. <laughs> like, you don't have time to worry about that because you're so concerned about the four other f- absolute freaks that are on the field. Uh, when you look at Christian McCaffrey, Tyshun, Debo, 19 problems, Samuel, uh, Brandon Ayuk, and uh, George Kittle. Like, if you, uh, you have to game plan for those guys, and when – you have to game plan so hard for those guys. It's kind of like, all right, who are we going to let, who are we going to let up on? Because as elite as the chiefs defense is, that's a lot of people to stop. You're going to need to game plan for all of those guys, but you can't game plan for all of those guys. One of them is always going to have an opportunity to succeed. And within any scheme, it's kind of hard to stop that. So I think that the mismatch when it comes to their offenses is what's going to win them this game. Because like we said before, both of the defenses are elite. So who, yeah, but, who, who works on offense, I think, decides it. Yeah, but I feel like you can't say mismatch with Patrick Mahomes. You know, like I, I know on paper the 49ers probably have, you know, a better offense. They do. But you can't say mismatch with the best quarterback in the league. You know, a guy hit that's proven he can do anything, you know, against the Bills with, what, 13 seconds. He came up the whole field, scored a field goal in that drive. Like, Mahomes is special. And, you know, I get, like you said, on paper, the 49ers do have a better offense, but it's Patrick Mahomes, man. And it's Travis Kelsey. And then there's a Rasheed Rice, you know. Like, they are on – they're not on the same level, but, you know – 
they're pretty damn close and and they do have Mahomes and I think that's the real changer. Um now let's just look at some odds for uh anytime touchdown scores just cuz if y'all are curious. So uh Christian McCaffrey is uh minus 230 to get a touchdown, Isaiah Pacheco's minus 130. Travis Kelsey's plus 100, Debo Samuel's plus 140, same with Rasheed Rice, and then Ayuk is plus 155. Uh, Christian McCaffrey could have, like, three touchdowns this game. He really could. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure Christian McCaffrey's odds to score two touchdowns are, like, higher than a few of the the guys on on the Chiefs. Like, it's it's similar to... um, I'm pretty sure Jawan Jennings, who's the the 49ers third receiver, he has lower odds to score one touchdown than McCaffrey has to score two. Well, that makes sense. Uh, I don't know, the, but, but like, just uh, Christian McCaffrey scoring is a lock. It's a lock. Uh, if the if the Chiefs hold him out of the end zone, then yeah, it's wraps. In my opinion, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Christian McCaffrey if Christian McCaffrey does not score in the Super Bowl, the 49ers are screwed. Yeah, um, I, I don't want to like repeat ourselves because when we're talking about the matchup, like we both obviously have our own like opinions on it, and one of us could be right, one of us could be very wrong. Both of us can be right in certain aspects. We don't really know, but we're gonna find out. Um, but on defensive touchdown odds, the San Fran defense is plus seven hundred, and then the Chiefs are plus seven fifty. I can see both teams honestly scoring a defensive touchdown. And always in a Super Bowl, there's some crazy, you know, game-changing defensive plays. <laughs> this is okay. All right. This is not based in any logic at all. We're just spitballing here. We're just giving some predictions. We're having fun. Yeah. So I can like totally see the first play of this game. I can see a kickoff to the house if I'm it's being de- completely like a Devin honest. Devin uh Devin Hester. Hester. (laughs) Yeah. Most of the time on kickoffs in the NFL these days, it's almost always a touchback. But I can, like, totally see someone taking it to the house first play. Um, I also project a big game for Chase Young for some reason. Uh, Chiefs, they're going to be game planning for Nick Bosa. Javon Hargrave has obviously been one of the best interior D linemen the past two years. Eric Armstead is like just a f- really freaking massive dude. Reliable. In the middle. Reliable. Yeah. And and when there's those many guys, I think Chase Young is kind of the odd man out when it comes to receiving double teams and things like that. And I can really see Chase Young making a name for himself this Super Bowl. I don't know. But uh, did you see? Uh, I saw the thing about Chase Young um, when they played the Lions. Uh, when Jameer Gibbs broke off for that touchdown, mm-hmm. Chase Young just completely stood back and just didn't try. Like I, I, I always, you know, when Chase Young came into the league, everyone believes in him. He he was great his rookie season. Then obviously he had injuries or whatnot. Um, and then he got traded to the 49ers, which, you know, was a great move by the 49ers. Why not take a risk on a guy like that who's proven it? high levels just you know not necessarily at the nfl level um but yeah that defensive line for the san francisco 49ers is unreal there's no debating it and then they have fred warner at linebacker behind them and then char charvarius ward um just to name a few like dre greenlaw yeah dre greenlaw name talanoa talanoa hufanga talanoa hufanga like just a couple of like 
either budding stars. I mean, Talanoa Hufanga was like a Pro Bowl uh, slash like all all pro kind of guy, like just last year. So when you when you have those many guys on defense too, mm. like I just this team's too talented to fail in my opinion. But that might just be their downfall. We say this like I feel like we say this like every few years where they're just too talented to fail and, and then they <laughs> fail. So but something, yeah. something interesting as well. Um, I know kicking isn't really like as big of an X factor as we've talked about, but you know, Harrison Bucker is, you know, one of the most experienced kickers in the league. He's very reliable. And then Jake Moody, a rookie out of Michigan, you know, in his first season, he's playing a Super Bowl as a kicker. That's gotta be like very, I don't know. I, I worry about that a little. The 49ers, you know, they could like miss an extra point or something or an easy field goal. Like with Bucker, you know, you're going to get he's very reliable. I, I, I worry that, you know, I mean, this isn't going to like, you know, change the game completely. But, you know, Jake Moody could miss a few kicks and that really could be a difference maker theoretically. I'm kind of glad you said it, honestly, because I have a different perspective on it. I think it has it, it could have a huge effect on the game. Uh, I'm a Packers fan. We saw a rookie kicker just a few <laughs> weeks ago screw up pretty bad, and it cost the team the game. So when we're talking about a potentially evenly matched Super Bowl, like we've been saying, uh, where the Chiefs' offense really has stepped up, stepped up in the playoffs. They've come into their own. They've they've been what they should have been all year, mm-hmm. and then the 49ers obviously have been fantastic all year. Um, when it could come down to a few special teams plays, it could come down. It's gonna yeah. come down to a few plays, and special teams can play a huge role in this game. Yeah, I like that. You know, and I like what you said as well. You know, like this is very evenly matched. Like, there's gonna be like some weird, you know, one ups on any other on each other. You know, Jake Moody, uh, Harrison Buckers, you just mentioned some defensive players, some safeties or whatnot. Like it. Obviously, we're just spitballing here. We don't. We have no idea what's going to happen. We're probably both terrible with our odds. I would not trust me in a betting room. But all I could say is that <laughs> this is going to be an amazing Super Bowl. And um, I'm leading Chiefs. He's leading 49ers. It could go either way, you know, but that's just what we think, you know. And this is also going to be a shorter episode because, you know what, no one really cares. Like, as you said, no one really cares about fantasy when it's Super Bowl week. You know, let's just discuss these two teams. Let's congratulate them because they've had – Two amazing seasons. I mean, no one really saw the Chiefs, you know, coming to the Super Bowl this year. Everyone ruled them out because the Ravens are playing so good. And then they go to Baltimore, and like I said, they kick their their ass, you know. And mm-hmm. now the Chiefs are here where they've been. Um, they've been every year for the past four years besides the Rams-Bengals game. They're experienced, you know. Props to the Chiefs. I know a lot of people don't like them. I'm personally rooting for the Chiefs because I went to the game that year. You know, I want to say I've seen a Super Bowl winning team in person. But and also, I don't like the 49ers at all. Um, but that's besides the point. I, I'm just really excited for this game. I think it's going to be one of the better Super Bowls we've seen. Yeah, this this Super Bowl. As much as I don't like, I'd much rather like a Ravens Lions Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, I think this one will be still super fun to watch mm-hmm. as an as an NFL fan. It'll be fun to watch. Um, both of us 49ers haters. I'm just somehow rooting for them this year because I I really don't 
need all of the I already have enough Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift stuff on my feed. I don't need more of it. And yeah. there if you look on DraftKings, there's actually a futures bet about Travis Kelsey proposing after the game. <laughs> I'm I'm dead serious. There there's odds for whether he proposes after the game. What odds am I looking at? I need to look at those. Man. Yeah, go, yeah. It's it's in the it's in the NFL futures tab if you go to DraftKings and it, like it's just so I feel overblown. <laughs> like the publicity, I know that she doesn't necessarily get as much screen time as everybody says all the haters say, but like she gets enough screen time everywhere else. Not necessarily during the games, but everywhere else. It's all they're talking about. It's all they um, advertise and it's really getting on my nerves and I just don't yeah. need more of it. So I'm, I'm rooting for the Niners. I'm rooting for Anna, Anna Fry, Christian, McCa Christian, the daughter dater McCaffrey, uh, 19 problems, Samuel and, um, and, and the boys. Okay. So I'm looking at the odds. Um, a $10 bet would yield a $116 payout. If, Travis Kelsey pops the question, and then the over/under for Taylor Swift appearances on camera is five and a half. Smash the over on that, by the way. I don't know where yeah, the hell you can. Cool. I don't know where the hell you can bet on these things, but <laughs> smash the over on that. Um, but yeah, I'm sick of it too. I just feel like I don't know. I just want the Chiefs. I prefer the Chiefs and the 49ers as a team. I try not to let that outside stuff, you know, affect my opinion too much. But, um, yeah, I think we've talked about the Super Bowl enough. There's only so much we can say. And I know you wanted to do some trivia, so uh, let's go for it. Yeah. Um, so, in the spirit of the Super Bowl, I have a, a Super Bowl trivia question ready for you right here. Okay. Um, so, so, here we go. Super Bowl trivia. Luke, today I am going to have you name the leading rusher from the past 10 Super Bowls. Do you think you can do it? You have three strikes. Okay. Yeah, I could do it. All right, let's do it. Okay, last year was oh, uh, Chiefs, Eagles, Pacheco, and Miles Sanders. I don't think Miles Sanders did anything that came. I'm going Pacheco. Isaiah Pacheco is correct. Okay. For last year. Okay, now 2020. Uh, 2020. What was it 2022? Yeah. Um, Rams. That was 2023. Bengals. Now you're going for 22. Okay. Rams, Bengals. Who was the Rams running back then? Daryl Henderson? Cam Akers? Um, I'm going to say Joe Mixon because I don't see. Joe Mixon is correct. Okay. And Cam um, Akers was the running back for the Rams that year during the playoffs. He came back from injury for the playoffs. Yeah, but Daryl's always around. Like, if, if mm -hmm. the Rams ever need a running back, Daryl's their man. Um, okay. The year before, uh, what is this? Bucks, um, the Bucks Chiefs. Bucks Chiefs. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to go with Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette is correct. Okay. Now it's the Chiefs. Uh, 49ers. Um, is it Daryl or Damian Williams? I don't don't like knock me, but that I think that's my prediction. You have so. to make a guess. I'm sorry. Ah, oh, Daryl. 
And that's your first strike. Damien Williams. Damien Williams is correct. Oh my god, that's I'm, so- I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I had to do it to you. <laughs> okay. All right. We're now out of the Chiefs Super Bowl era. Yeah. Okay. The year before. Um, most. Okay. The most boring Super Bowl I ever watched. Uh, Rams versus Patriots, 2019. Yeah, wasn't a good one. Okay. Now the year before. Um, wait, did I say this is Rams Patriots, right? Sorry, I'm like. Yes, this is Rams Patriots. Rams okay. Patriots, you're good, bud. Okay, so running backs then was Todd Gurley still their guy? It, there he was, um, and then it was Sony Michelle. Was Sony Michelle? Sony Michelle drafted in the first round, 2018. So that would have been Sony Michelle, um, or James White, or like Aaron. I don't know. I'm joking, but um, I'm gonna guess. Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle is correct. Okay. Okay. He was playing for the he was playing for the Patriots and later on played for the Rams. Right. But okay. he was he was the leading rusher for that Super Bowl. Um. So the year before is that the what Philly Patriots versus Eagles? Yes. Okay. 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 Now, who was the Patriots running back this time? Because it would have been James James White. Oh wait, can I say James White for the Falcons one? That I know that's true. Leading rusher for the 2017 Super Bowl, uh, Patriots Falcons. Yeah, whatever one that was. Uh, that's incorrect. What didn't he yeah. have like three touchdowns? Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Eagles Patriots. Who's the Eagles guy at that point? You can skip ahead if you want to. We can go back to this. Yeah, one. how what's like the la- like the latest Super Bowl um that's on here? Okay. So so it's that one. There's Patriots Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh Falcons Patriots. Yeah. Broncos Panthers. CJ Anderson. Uh CJ Anderson is correct. Okay. CJ Anderson was the Rams starting running back for 2019. Really? When Sony Michelle was the leading rusher. Yes, because Gurley was hurting. So CJ Anderson was carrying the load. Um, so we have the Patri- the Patriots um Rams left. Mm-hmm. The Patriots Falcons. Yeah. The Seahawks Patriots and the Seahawks Broncos. The Seahawks Broncos one is not a running back. I'll tell you that because that's a that's a tough one. What? <laughs> yeah, it's um, not a running back. That was a weird Super Bowl. It was. That was like a blowout. Um, uh-huh. The Seahawks, Patriots, LeGarrette Blunt. LeGarrette Blunt is on this list for um, the Rams versus Patriots. I thought I thought that was um, Sonny Michelle. No. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. For the um... Falcons one? Yes, for the Falcons versus Patriots. My okay. bad. You're good. You're good. Okay. Now. God. So Seahawks, Patriots. Who was the Seahawks? Oh, Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch is correct. Okay, cool. There we go. All right. And then Seahawks, Broncos. That's really throwing me off. I don't see a receiver doing it. 
but I also know that, you know, the Seahawks did kill them. Was it Russ? It was not Russ. That is your third strike, my friend. Good try. All right, so here we go. I'm I might have screwed you up a little with the Patriots ones because there were a lot of them in a row. Yeah, it's so okay. like, it, 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 yeah. But 2023, you got the Chiefs. Pacheco, 2022, it was Mixon for the Bengals. You got that. Fournette, 2021 for the Buccaneers. You got that. Damian Williams in 2020 for the Chiefs. You got not, that. Not Daryl. Sony Michelle. Yeah, not Daryl. Sony Michelle, 2019 for the uh, for the Patriots. You got that. 2018 against the Eagles. You got LeGarrette Blunt. That was correct. 2017, you missed Devontae Freeman against the Patriots. Oh, okay. 20, 2016, it was CJ Anderson. You got that. 2015, it was Marshawn Lynch. You got that. And then 2014, the leading rusher for the Seahawks in their blowout of the Broncos was Percy Harvin. Wow. Okay. Yes, he, he had 45 rushing yards on two attempts. Ew. Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> wait, wait, were Daryl and Damian Williams playing on the same Chiefs team? They did at one point. I don't know if they were on the same team for that Super Bowl or not, but they were on the same Chiefs team. Okay. Um, it confuses the hell out of me. Um, but <laughs> I mean, that's, that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that was good. I'm happy with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, we didn't really have that much planned for today. So um, that'll wrap up. This uh, third episode, we'll be moving back into the fantasy talk in the next few weeks. A lot of free agent talk. Uh, I think that's the first or second week of March. So we'll cover some free agents, some predictions on where they're going to go. And then we're going to do some more, some more recaps on every team. We're going to do recaps every team. Then we're going to do, you know, teams to look for, like teams, you know, next year, you know, guys to look forward to on every team. So be excited. There's a lot of content coming out. It's a bit of a dry period, but, you know, we'll kind of long last some topics, you know, stretch it out a little just for fun because we want to keep doing this. And uh, thank you guys for watching, and uh, I hope everyone enjoys the Super Bowl. Bye. One one, one more thing before we close it out. Everybody, make sure you follow us on all of our platforms, okay? Uh, Obviously, if you're watching video here, uh, subscribe to our YouTube. Uh, Follow our Twitter. It's Keeping It Spooky FF. Um, and then also follow our TikTok where we post shorts and also our trivias. Yes. So, um, we'll, we'll try to be very active on all of those platforms and we would really appreciate, uh, your follows, your subscriptions on those platforms. And we appreciate your support as always. Yeah. Perfectly said. And, uh, yeah, like I said, bye. Enjoy the Super Bowl. See ya. See ya.